There are certain experiences that as a millennial or Gen Z, you are by default required to have had during your childhood in order for you to even claim that you had one. And I'm talking about TV shows. If you grew up between 1990 and 2014, then there are certain TV shows and songs that you by default are required to know. And if not, I recommend you get on YouTube and get well acquainted with a damn good childhood. See, Generation Alpha, which is the current generation born after 2010, will never know the joys of what Disney Channel used to be and how our afternoons were practically made with shows like Fresh Prince for the Millennials and Drake and Josh for Gen Z. It's just a fact of life. So let's start with Gen Z. Remember when Phineas and Ferb was on and how it really became legendary? Everyone knows Phineas and Ferb. Remember when Spongebob was funny? Gen Z knows the real Spongebob. There was also Kim Possible for those who watched it. We had That's So Raven. We had Drake and Josh. We had Wizards of Waverly Place and the remarkable sarcasm of Alex Russo. And we had movies too. High School Musical by virtue of being a Gen Z you would probably know, maybe not have watched the series, but there were many people who watched it, including me, who were dumb enough to believe that our high school experience in real life would somewhat resemble that of what we saw in the movie. But nope, we were hit with stress and sleepless nights, some people dropped out, some people flunked out, and it was mostly because as time went on, as we grew older, and as the world has started to turn into what it is today, we lost a lot of the inspiration and didn't really see the incentive to learn things that the majority of us wouldn't really need to learn in the jobs or the careers uh, that we wanted, that we were aspiring to be in. You know, if you are a person who wanted to be a doctor or who wanted to be a lawyer, this doesn't apply to you. But God have mercy on you when you get to university just saying but that is part of what gen z people grew up with and the millennials grew up with the incredible boy meets world which gen z was fortunate enough to have a sequel to they had fresh prince of bel-air they had friends and a few others along those lines but gen alpha which is the generation born after 2010 won't ever see these things won't ever see these shows because they were born into an age when everything was really starting to become digital and a lot of what we had from being able to read clocks to being able to use a landline phone to being able to have a conversation gen alpha won't be able to have any of these things they won't have demi lovato to look back at her song gift of a friend where she was walking through a garden singing and they won't have the sarcasm of selena gomez when she played alex russo Okay, this is stuff that we remember, and we all started out liking these people and growing up with them and being able to see how far some of them went feels emotionally nostalgic. And the same goes to millennials who had Will Smith and Tia Mari and her sister Tamara. And hell, in in the music section, people had uh, Britney Spears. You know, we had amazing shows and amazing music and amazing bands that started off on Disney Channel or Nickelodeon like uh, Big Time Rush who then really started to push and they eventually started their own music careers because I do know that Big Time Rush did do an album Victoria Justice we have 
uh, uh, um, we have Ariana Grande. This is stuff that we grew up with, and seeing how far they went really feels great. And for the, uh, the for the millennials, they had people like Britney Spears and the incredible Backstreet Boys. That's what that's what we had when we were growing up. That's what the millennials and the Gen Zs had. But I feel really bad for Gen Alpha because not only are they growing up without the best shows in the world or even the best music. But now they're growing up in an age where everything has been made political and what with COVID-19, they are now getting used to growing up being distanced from their friends. They're growing up being taught things that they really don't have any value. I feel bad for them really because now they really don't have anything. They don't have much. Let me say they don't have much that they would be able to say, oh my God, we really grew up with this and we had fun with this when we were kids, especially with how families are raised today, how girls are being taught and how a lot of people just don't go with what is thought of as more conservative or more traditional in the way that friends are made and the way that families are started and raised. Nowadays, for example, if you see yourself as more of a conservative, if you see yourself owning a small business, if you see yourself getting married and starting a family, uh, it's going to be dreadfully hard to find someone who feels the same because a lot of people now are really concentrated on getting their careers going and they focus on that and they work and work and work and other aspects of their lives, such as their own families or their own kids, are in playing center stage in their minds. Some people don't even want families. Some people don't even want kids. Some people just want to be alone. Some people just think that their careers are what is important. And they're going to start off with that. Some people really hold everything off and they really say no to everything else. They want to get their career started first. They want to see themselves being successful first. And then that's when they're going to start considering having families. They're going to start considering getting married, having kids, all that. But I'm not like that. And a growing number of Gen Zs find themselves feeling the same way. It may not necessarily be about starting a family and whatnot, but they don't find themselves focused on their school, which might end up being a good thing in the end, or their careers. I don't find myself lying awake at night dreaming of how great life will be once I'm an adult, because when I'm an adult, I would be expected to find a job in which I would find myself working incredibly hard for and sometimes spending more and more days coming home late because of the overtime that I did, trying to get the attention of my boss and trying to show myself worthy of a higher position and work salary with more responsibilities that will further the hours required of me in the workplace and would only therefore mean that I cannot spend the desired amount of time with my children forcing me to buy them devices to distract them while I work and see my marriage fall apart in the process because of the fact that my partner would need me at a time that I would not be available and in the end I would find myself possibly with the money, possibly with the money that I had convinced myself I needed but would probably be too old to do anything worthwhile with it therefore I would be urged to pass it on to my kids with whom I would probably not have much of a relationship with and whose interest in me would have diminished over the years because of the time I spent working and not focusing on what was really important being my family being my friends being what is really important what's going to be there with me in the end if you don't pay attention to that then you're not going to have it and now a lot of Generation Alpha kids are really not going to grow up with the things that I grew up with, with the things that their parents grew up with. And it's sad. You know, you know, when I was younger, 
2010, the 2010 World Cup was, you know, when it came, people loved it. I remember Zakumi, the 2010 uh, World Cup mascot had actually visited our school. We took pictures with them. There was, you know, it, it was it was an incredible year that year. And I think I loved Coca-Cola just as much as I did. Uh, I think I love Coca-Cola just as much then as I do now. Uh, it was really an incredible time. And I'm not sure how many times I've written about Coca-Cola on my blog, but I, I, I've written about it so many times about how much I love it, how much it means to me and why. But, you know, Gen Alpha won't grow up with that. Gen Alpha won't grow up knowing how great Coca-Cola really is. And on a can of Coke that I drank this afternoon or last afternoon, sorry, coming home from the stadium from running track in bold letters were written the words start your afternoon and i certainly did trust me coca-cola is, is it's incredible if you want to have a good afternoon you have to have coke trust me i got to the stadium i was on the phone with one of my friends did voice notes with one of my friends um until she dozed off like a cat and then i walked home eating a deliciously grilled hot dog i bought from the street vendors with a with that very can of coca-cola that helped in lifting my spirits in what was a very very unfulfilling and depressing and tiring week you know i stay up till 3 a.m or even later because i'm a night owl who loves staring at the amber street lamps as they light up a mysterious empty street and with all this a glass of coke or a bottle of coke or a can of coca-cola is always welcome because in the small container is a liquid that has come to be sold as more than just a drink but as an entire idea and one that i have had for the past eight years almost every night for the last eight years has seen me stay up a few hours more than i was supposed to and either stare outside my bedroom window letting my hope grow and grow and feed off of the dreams uh that i have for for the ideal future for me there was once a time you know i had always wanted to be a skater man you know i i really wanted to ride you know it, it was i wanted that i was that type of a kid you know that's what i grew up with you know i always write about being happy on my blog i journal about it about being fulfilled and i always talk about being surrounded by people who you love and Coca-Cola no longer sells a drink, but since the whole Taste of Feeling campaign started back in 2016, it started selling the ideas, the idea, sorry, of having a good time and having everything that you ever wanted by drinking this sugary drink. I mean, who doesn't want a good afternoon with real friends and real family? And the reason I say real family, real family is because so many of us, so many of us, do not feel like the family that we're with is a family that we would want to be with. A lot of people would say this about their family, that if they were not blood-related, they would probably not be friends. Now, who wouldn't want a good afternoon with real friends and real family? Who wouldn't want that? I ask you. But that's something, that's another thing that um, Gen Alpha kids... Are not gonna uh, are not gonna grow up with 
And it's just one of those really, really sad things that I, I feel sorry for them because of that, you know. First, it is the the loss of good TV shows. First, it is the loss of good music. And then now it's something that they're not even going to be able to understand when we say, oh my God, we grew up with this. And, you know, I want to raise my kids to appreciate freedom. I want to raise, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to wonder my kids why I'm trying to tell them to go outside and play with their friends and stuff. And it's because I and many others like me and even kids who were younger than me had to grow up with being socially distanced and being kept apart from the people who we would really, really want in our lives and it's really really terrible but that's just the point that i'm trying to make there are certain experiences that you just have to have in order for you to say that you have had a good childhood some people are not gonna say or even understand you know some people might say that yes i definitely grew up with that other people are gonna say no mine was a little bit different sure it's subjective But other people are not even going to be able to relate with anything that you're saying at all, which is the sad thing. And I'm sorry to say this, but it is actually true. The future that these kids, these Gen Alpha kids are going to be growing up with, the things that they're going to be taught in school, the music that they're going to be growing up with, the things that they're going to be watching on TV in this age where everything has been politicized, it's either been politicized or just sucks balls. I hate to think of what they're going to be growing up with. And I hate to think of what their kids are going to be growing up with. And I really hate to think of how bad it's really going to be. And, you know, I understand that every generation has its own thing. That's why I used two in particular and made the point that the farther back you go, you know, the greater it becomes really, you know, when it comes to shows and music. Uh, the music, though, some people, that that's debatable. Some people don't like old fashioned music. Some people don't like old fashioned fashion. But the thing, the, the point is, every generation had something about it that was great. And for us, the Gen Zs and, and the Millennials, it was our TV and it was, it, it was our music. And the Gen Alphas, I have no idea what they're going to have to show for who they are, I, I, for their childhood. It, it, really may, it really breaks my heart when I start thinking about it, really. You know, just the other day, I discovered a song that, uh, you know, now, now don't, don't judge me, you know, but anyway, I discovered a song uh, called Rise by uh, Jonas Blue, which is an incredible song, which I think I played in the last uh, episode of this podcast, which I'm probably going to play again because it's just incredible. And... One thing that I love about this song is the lyrics. The lyrics and the melody, they work perfectly, but it is incredible what this song says. And if you see the video, and if you see how these kids in the video are, it's incredible. You see something real in them. You see something real. You see something hopeful. And the whole song, I think, is about kids or, or people who the world looks at, their teachers look at, their parents look at, and they're considered just dropouts. They're, they're just considered people who aren't really going to 
play much of a role or a significant role. They're not really going to have much of a, a significant place in society because of the type of people that they are. And a lot of people can relate to that. A lot of people can relate to that. A lot of people can relate to having dreams. A lot of people can relate to knowing what they're doing. A lot of people can relate to having plans and really being uh, filled with this incredible potential and this incredible drive and this incredible motivation to do something great with their lives. But, you know, as, as we find ourselves in the time that we are now, the time that we are in now, Thinking about this stuff, it really does make me sad because people out there who are like that, who do have plans, who do have dreams, who do have aspirations, who probably are going to really make a great impact on the society and, you know, in their community and who really are genuine people, genuine people that would make genuine friends. These people are overlooked. They're overlooked, really. And... If you are out there and you're and, and, and you're one of them, look, I understand. I, I really do more than you more than you would believe. I actually do understand. I understand what it's like to have ideas. I remember before I suspended um, the Abraham Winston project, I had actually done a blog post there on the AWP blog, and I was talking about how. Uh, ideas or the idea of ideas is something that we should all have, something that we should all treasure, but something that is being lost. So many people do have ideas, but you know, the more that you try to share them, the more radical they seem. I mean, take a look at Girl Meets World. It was an incredible Disney show. It aired in 2014. It was the last, really, the last, I, I still to this day campaign for it. And I do believe that it was the last really good, worthwhile sh- Disney show worth watching. It, it was it was incredible. In every episode, it has substance. In every episode, it, they talked about something that everyone went through. Girl Meets World had episodes on everything from the existence of God to the absence of fathers to forgiveness. It was all giddy and goofy, yes, but it was refreshing to see that there was a kid's show that tackled what a lot of us face in the real world. It, you know, for me, I look at Girl Meets World, I watch it with pride. And I think this show was really the last of the best. And it's incredibly underrated. And I'm very, very sad to say so. At the beginning, it started off with, I think, five, over five million viewers. And that shrank really to less, I think just over 1 million uh, at the end of season three. So they cut it because of ratings and views and a lot of people weren't interested in it. And that, that is a real shame. And I have no idea what they were chasing. There's nothing else on Disney Channel. There's nothing else on TV. And if there is, please send me the link to it. If you're talking about things on Netflix, oh my God, no. You know, yeah, some of them are good, but, you know, some of them are just too much. I couldn't watch some of those things. I I really could not. I'm not interested in it. But really, the point of this episode, the, the point that I'm trying to make is that we grew up with things that are, for some people, are not subjective. For Generation Alpha, the one thing that I can say to Generation Alpha 
is that God be with you. God have mercy on you because you guys really, they're going to be growing up without meaning. They're going to be growing up without having anything that's truly worthwhile. They're going to be growing up watching TV that is political or that has been politicized, going to school and learning things that have been politicized. And it's terrible. It's terrible. But us Generation Z and, you know, the millennials, we really had a great time. And I think that we were fortunate enough to have the greatest or the last of the greatest shows, the last of the greatest music that was available and that was being made, that was being produced. We had great actors, we had great actresses, we had great musicians. Even the Jonas Brothers had a show. I remember that, I think it was for the Platinum Edition uh, uh, Jungle Book DVD, the original Jungle Book. Jonas Brothers actually even did a song. They No, they did a cover of I Want to Be Like You. And I, I don't know how many people know about it, but that's actually, that was my, that was the first time I got introduced to the Jonas Brothers. And now a lot of people probably wouldn't know what I'm talking about, that video that I'm telling you about. I'm sure that it's available on YouTube, but Gen Alpha definitely won't know any of this stuff. I remember I was in school once and the school that I went to was both high school uh, and elementary in one. So I remember this one time uh, I saw this like this young girl and she had a Hannah Montana backpack. And I said to her, do you know who Hannah Montana is? She said, no. And my jaw dropped. My friend was with me and her jaw dropped as well. And we were just like, you don't know who Hannah Montana is. Yet you have a Hannah Montana bag. You you know, so the kid looked at us so confused. Like, what's the big deal? And the, the really... The problem, the really big deal here is that we're, we're really losing out on what is important. We're losing out on what is great. And in the end, in the end, Gen Alpha won't have anything to show for their childhood. They're, 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 they're going to grow up being socially distanced from their friends. They're going to grow up going to terrible schools. They're going to grow up with terrible experiences because of all this stuff, because of COVID and whatever other reasons that people are going to come up with to keep these children apart and to keep teaching them things that really are truly irrelevant in the grander scheme of things. And it is heartbreaking. It is heart-wrenching. So to my Generation Z friends, to my millennial friends, let us count ourselves really blessed. All right? If you grew up anywhere between the 1990s and 2014, which is when Girl Meets World came out, uh, which is when it was aired, um, then you really did grow up in a time, in a great time, in a time when television was probably at its greatest. And and I think this really, really does describe what I'm about to say, really would describe how things are for us in our TV and music experience, it 
burnt out like a meteor and you know we had the best and as time went on it started to get greater and greater and greater and greater and we had Phineas and Ferb and Drake and Josh and you know we had those great shows and then all of a sudden it's not there anymore and Gen Alpha is not going to have it so let's count ourselves really really blessed because we had something to talk about. That's not an over-exaggeration. That really isn't an exo- over-exaggeration. We did have something to talk about. We did have something worthwhile. So count yourself blessed if you grew up with these things. It's a fact of life, my friends. Must be so proud They know it all No, they don't 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Abraham Winston. And if you and I both agree on how sad it is that Generation Alpha is not going to grow up with decent television or even decent music, then chances are you and I are really going to get along. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope that you share it with as many people as you can. And most of all, I hope you have a damn good morning, because everyone knows if you have a good morning, chances are you're going to have a good day. All right, now, I'll see you next time. And remember, I love you. They say we got no